Live from the center of the earth, girth. Uh, philosophy. So your your theory, we're just gonna go right into it. Okay. Your theory is that the the comic book store is like a it's on an endangered list. I believe so. I I, I think the new I think the way uh, this generation, the newer generation, or the generation that they want, like my generation, still goes to comic book stores, still has a pull list, but. I think the younger generation is like, no, I don't, I don't want to store stuff in my house. I, the comic books are way too expensive. There's too many titles. There's not, it's not a lot of great books. I think, I think everyone's going digital. I think comic book stores are like dinosaurs. You I think it's a matter of time. You think then the the they have that whole jumping on point now too, right? Yeah. Like to make it easier because you don't have to absorb. Yeah, all this and they're doing. But but that's the thing too is like you're spending, you spend all this money and then they you know reboot and then they you know they. They retcon everything and they start over because they, they're trying to get this younger audience into it. And they're like, hey, here's a jump off point. But like we you and I jumped in the comic books from, and, and you figured it out. Yeah, we had no Internet. Right. And but, we had Claremont writing X-Men. <laughs> but the price was so different. And and you didn't have as many books. There wasn't like a million X-Men books. Now there's like how many X-Men books? Uh, th- four. That's five. too much. Yeah. It's too many. Because they have solo books now too, so Jean Grey yeah. has one, and yeah, Iceman has one. And it's too many, and it's. I think what's going to happen is people are like, I think what is happening, as you see in the market, right? The market shows that people don't aren't buying books. I think they're going digital. I think I think it's going to go subscription based. You heard about Disney pulling with their Netflix. You're talking yeah, about? they're going to do their own. Everyone's going to have their own subscription base. But then it goes back in terms of a consumer, though. The whole allure was that, like, I cut down my Rogers cable, I got rid of my cable. Yeah. Right now, if you get the Disney thing for like five ninety nine or ten ninety nine, and yeah. uh, Netflix, and then you got to get the HBO one, and then you're back up to well, uh, you can pick and choose, and it's a, that's the thing, it's choice. As opposed to I, I'm getting cable, I get basic cable, then I get an add on cable, and I'm in Canada, I can't get HBO, I can't get this. Now it's like, oh, I just buy a subscription and go directly to the people. Mm-hmm. Go directly. I, I wouldn't get all of them. I wouldn't get HBO. There's not enough on HBO that I, I would want to watch. And that's the other thing, too, is just like you almost have like something like Game of Thrones is, what is it, six, seven seasons in. So yeah. at least now you have at least that backlog. When yeah. it's that first season and you're not, it's on the bubble, like yeah. Insecure or something. I think Insecure is only at two right now. Yeah, but, you know, Insecure is going to be around for a few more seasons. So, but I know what you're saying is like how much content to the but then you're looking at hbo's total content is like amazing like they got the wire and treme and they're like there's so much shit they 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 own that they could put on there like there's larry sanders i don't know how many seasons of larry sanders like they got all this stuff you have HBO, to digitize that and clean it up a little bit though <laughs> yeah exactly but it, and, and, and hbo's go has been around for how long now yeah i think what you're gonna see is people partnering with people what do you mean by that? Like, like, like you might see a Disney partner with F. Well, I don't know if FX. As an example, you might see HBO partner with FX or partner with. You know what I mean? Well, Marvel like, did that with ABC, right? For yeah. some of their shows, and and they're still going to be with ABC, but I, I'm guessing they're going to do their own thing. Yeah. To go back to the subscription model that you were talking about for comic books too, I think the the allure with um, the digital stuff is that it's yes, it's easier to get. You can download the issue and it's right away. You don't have to put on pants. Yeah, all that I stuff. Don't have to put on pants. Yeah, that's, that's the that, that's what gets me right there. Yeah, that's the you can't. That's yeah. the easy sell. But the problem is that it's the it's a crabby business model. Why? That's you know what I mean. That's where I think it kind of falls apart. Where like they've kind of figured out at least for a period of time there mm-hmm. they figured out how much to sell a comic book or sell a novel or yeah. something like that or box office right yeah. and then it's just when it goes into that digital realm nobody can really f- properly figure out this digital business but they, model but they, but they eventually do they eventually do i i i, I would i would think the the way you pay a, a artist is going to have to change but they eventually figure out how to how to balance it out i just i just i don't think I think the paper industry is on the way out, and I th- I don't think people want to store stuff anymore. Like I don't I don't think people want to lug around like thousands of comic books. How do you get something signed at a convention? You get your boob signed? Oh, maybe maybe there'll be a way to sign stuff, maybe digitally sign uh, things. I don't know. I don't know. Do you need things signed? I guess I I, I think that model too of the value of comic books that's done. Well, because now they're also printing so many, right? Right. Like, so, like, a Batman, they, whatever. They, they they flooded the market. Yeah. So, it's... I, 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 I see it as an easier way uh, for uh, 
for those comic distributors. This whole the diamond has control over the whole market, and you got to like the, basically it's like okay, comic book story. You got to buy this many off of me. Like they're they're like pimps. You got to buy this much <laughs> off of me, and then whatever you sell, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Like that's a guarantee that Marvel has that the comic book store doesn't. So the comic book store sometimes loses a lot of money on it. And, like, I don't control your content. I don't control what you're making. What if I don't want your content? I have to take Marvel. This is one of the big two. Well, and this is the other lie. This is, we know this from, like, growing up, too, in our era, where, like, sales are not always the best indicative of uh, what is, like, what the market actually wants. Yeah. If that's all there is, yeah. then fine. I'll what read the damn market- thing or watch the thing, right? What does the market want? I couldn't even tell you what the market wants. I don't know what women want either. So yeah, it's, like, it, it's a long list of what. Yeah, <laughs> what do all you people want? What do, what do they like? Because there, there's people that are like, I, oh, it's too much diversity in the comic books. And there's people that say it's not enough. I don't even know if that's a problem. I think it's about story. Story always has to come first. Yeah, story right? has to come first. Like, funny thing is, like they talk about like trying to like one of the trends you're talking about is like trying to get women to comics or girls reading comics, and I'm like. Last I checked, girls really like good stories. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're yeah. not really that different from dudes. If you tell a good story, they will well, come. It seems like they're trying to get younger and make it more playful. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Just tell a good story. It's it's Which it, is so hard though. But also I don't want to speak for women too. Maybe there's women that like that. Like, you know? Yeah, I just I don't I don't know. I just tell a good st- But that's their job is to tell a story. It's, their job is to tell a story, but the ones who actually tell a good story or even a great story, yeah. then you're like in a smaller elite club, right? Because there's a lot of comic book writers. There's not a lot of great comic book writers. I, I, I read something like Squirrel Girl, and this is me, and it just feels like there's no conflict in that book. Yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah, or what was it? Cat? What's her name? Cat? Moon, Moon Dinosaur? Or? No, not not. I, I didn't read that. I started reading it, and then I just kind of trailed off of it. But the... What's her name? She's on Jessica Jones' Cat... Oh, Hellcat. Hellcat. I started reading that. I started reading a bit of it, and it was just like, this feels like Archie. Yeah, that's, the way to, that's a good it, way to describe it. It, it really doesn't, there really isn't stakes in it for me. But I don't know, maybe people like that. Maybe there should be. But, like, I think she's probably, or, or even Squirrel Girl is probably kind of a good character to do that with. But then the rub of all that, though, is that you're not, quote-unquote, developing taste, right? True. If you just kind of put out average stuff, then people are just going to demand average things. But is it average to you and me, or is it a- or is it yes. great stuff to... <laughs> yeah, I know. To me, it's like, I don't care. But is it, for the person that likes that style of comic book, is it good? Is it like, oh, this is fucking amazing? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, this is a similar argument with like hip-hop, right? Yeah. Where like, everyone loves old school stuff. Tribe yeah. Called Quest, yeah. and like, you can't, uh, KRS-One, yeah. Public Enemy, the, at least the first couple of albums there. Yeah. That's all quote-unquote untouchable. And then you listen to some of the mumble stuff today, and you're yeah, like... Yeah, I don't listen to mumble, but there's some great new stuff that's coming out. Right. But know? other stuff is like, yeah, get off my lawn. It, can't, it sounds like that same argument, right? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's where it's like, you don't want to be the old guy, but are you... The shaking the fist, dude. But are you right? Yes. You're right. I, I don't know. I, cause you, cause you're talking about because the markets have been uh, before. Like like I look at Dukes of Hazard as a perfect example of that. You had this show that had a Confederate flag on top of the car. <laughs> called the General Lee, no less. Called the General Lee, and that's what it was, right? And you just accepted that. And no matter who you are, that market was. If you're black and you're offended, that wasn't for you. Yeah. So tough, and that was mainstream. But now it's like, oh, there's so many different markets. You have to look at all these different voices. I think this is what part of the problem that kind of feeds into this is like, well, are you making these people money? Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone complains about uh, Transformers, but it makes its money in China. Yeah, so... And right. then, and people complain about the quality of it, but yeah. I'm like, nobody cares about the plot holes. But, but the yeah, Chinese people love it. They're yeah. spending tons of money on it. My inner twelve year old loves it because it's just fight dinosaurs fighting. I can't, I can't. It's all a jumble to me. Yeah, like I watch it, and I'm like, just make them look like G1. That's all I care. <laughs> like, all. Just make them look like G1 robots. So then, let's go full circle then to what you do then. So yeah. how you you're a comic and there's this huge rich tradition of comedy obviously yeah. right from like yeah. Richard Pryor George Carlin to yeah. like uh, I mean Jerry Lewis just died like yeah and what's his name uh, Dick Gregory Dick Gregory that's another like yeah. Hall of Famer although yeah. he kind of transitioned a little bit out of into political it makes know. sense when you're a black man doing comedy that you would transition into 
what he transitioned to. Yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't have a lot of leeway back then where you no. can like, well, what's the, the anger, deal with JFK? Like, the anger <laughs> overtakes the, the comedy. You're not laughing anymore. And you're just yeah. like, uh, the world sucks. Yeah. But the point I was making was that like, comedy is the same way where it's like, how how do you evolve and like this this art form that's been around for so long so a lot of jokes quote unquote have already been told yeah but at the same time now you have all these different pressures which is what you're talking about like are you going to offend somebody or political correctness and these kind of other filters that well that's that's the problem with that's the problem with artists is you got to do your stuff and now that we live in like this chopped up society where everyone's like there's so many different markets you're going to turn off markets i've turned off people with the way my comedy's gone in 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 the last few years, I've turned people off. Right, I'm like people I know who like uh, unfriended me on unfollow me on Facebook on fr- on Twitter and stuff like that. It's just excuse Ooh, me. Oh, burn! I know you just <laughs> you you just gotta follow your art and your truth. Yeah, right. It's actually a great time for artists, I think, because of that. Because people are passionate about what you're gonna say. Either they're happy or they're angry. It's worse when they're just, you know, apathetic. So I want to draw then an analogy um, from our current times, which uh-huh. is that they, in a lot of the political discussions, they keep talking about the Trump base. Yes. And so no matter what he does or what he says or what he doesn't do, the base is just kind of mindlessly, blindly following him, right? Well, they're not educated. That Trump base, by statistics, are uneducated people. The, yeah. And it's anger that's driving them, I think. But they follow him. Yeah. And so is it now kind of, is comedy kind of reached a point where they, where a comic can come out now and have something similar like a Trump base where like they just build and reinforce this one idea over and over again. But like it's not yeah. even like, because to me comedy yeah. was always like this, I think of like the Chris Rock stuff, yeah. very social, like uh, black people versus niggers, yeah. that whole breakdown. Yeah. And it's like that busted open the conversation uh dave Chappelle, remember there was a bit where he had, was in the ghetto and was in a limousine and there was a baby on the corner yeah yeah like those things like they're talking about race in a totally different context and well yeah. it's 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 kind of the same thing what trump does it's um you're speaking someone's truth whether you agree with the truth or if it is the truth it's someone's truth that they relate to so you're kind of a cheerleader for a group of people and it's kind of what comedy has always been. Like your 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 truth. It's uh, what's the saying? As within is without. So you're going in and going after the truths of your own personal experience, but because of that, it relates to a big audience or a chunk of the population. So it's kind of the same thing. And comics have been doing. Uh, Trump is more of a comedian than a lot of people realize. Like he's. I know Bill Burr said it, but he's very much. He's not a. He's not. Like even the when I watch him, he's talking about uh, oh, you know, when a murderer, uh, the cops make sure he doesn't bump his head. That's an old eighties joke. That's like oh, who, Seinfeld does that joke. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld does a whole joke about oh, don't bump his head when you're putting. Yeah, the guy. He did that... a Seinfeld joke and got an applause break for it. He shot. Tra- he birch- butchered the Seinfeld joke, but that's a Seinfeld joke. And I'm like, he he was so New York and so nineties eighties New York in that joke. That's what he is, really. He's like, he's doing what comics do. He's he's when when you're a comic, like like when you're funny, you say things and you talk some sort of truth. That's like, I can't believe you said that, but it's a truth, and that's what he's doing. Except he's his truth is for those people who are uneducated and like, hey, you know what? I am losing shit, and I don't know why. And this guy comes along and speaks some sort of. A lot of those people. I think don't know what's going on. Like they just like I, I laugh at the the Charlottesville, the whole thing. Like it took a white woman getting hit by a car from Nazis. Like it's it's the biggest spectacular looking thing of racism. Like racism for white people, uh, the culprits are dressed in costumes like Nazis and Klan. That's right, ra- and they're like, whoa, it's in America. Yeah. It's like that, and it's still 2017. It's 20s, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you don't. This is where you're at. This is where they're at right now. So, like, to expect someone on Trump's side who's like, you know, not that educated, not, and you don't even have to be educated to know if it exists or not. It's like, or, or to 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 understand that subject. A lot of white people don't understand race. And I know there's gonna be white people getting mad at that as I say it, but they just they don't understand it. Like, people of color 
talk about it and understand it in their house. Like I, I, I have a friend who lives in London. We do a podcast every once in a while, and I have to be around because I live in Hamilton. I don't have a lot of people of color around me, but when him and I are around, there's like this energy, this this like repairing, mm-hmm. just having these conversations of yeah, you deal with that, okay? We, I, yeah, I do this. It's like it's like nerds talking about comic books. It's a shorthand. It's a shorthand. It's a race shorthand. Right. It's race shorthand. So uh, they don't, and it, it, they're not. They think it's being bad. They're not bad people. They just don't understand it, and they don't understand the nuances. Like I got in a. Tell me when I'm. It just cut me off. I'm talking too long. I got into a debate with um. This morning, not really a debate. I get in a lot of Facebook debates. How I sharpen my knives, and we were tied. That some guy in Hamilton went to his construct his job with the Confederate flag because he he after what happened in Charlottesville, he thought it was hilarious. He got fired, and so <laughs> so there's like three people of color on this th- thread. One woman goes, "Oh man, that's a regular thing in Hamilton," and then another woman goes, "No, it's not. Just some people." And I'm like, "No, it's tons of people. It the Hamilton's filled with." She's like, "No, it's not. Just some." And I'm like, "No, Hamilton's filled with this." And then somebody else, and then some other person that calls like, "I deal with this on a daily basis." But then the same white people started debating us whether it happens or not, because it's just instinctual to go, "I got to protect myself." You identify with the dude with the Confederate flag. And then because you need to protect yourself. It's, it, it, they just don't talk about it. I'm way off track, I know. but No, it, we, we've seen this with the, the, a lot of the white cops that are shooting or harming a lot of the black people in yeah. the States. Where like, a lot of white people just write it off as a few bad apples. Right. But I'm like, these are different cities, different states. Like, there's a systematic issue somewhere, wherever it goes wrong. You know what I mean? It's not we, like just like... I, I do a joke about what if apples could shoot people? Like, <laughs> yeah. is it just a few bad apples then? <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. If apples that's, can shoot people, it's valid. Yeah, it's very valid. Like, yeah, it's it's not an isolated. It's not like just a community or no. like a group of racist cops. Like this is like across the states. And but it's not just that. It's the discussion around it. Like like I noticed after the Charlottesville stuff, is like, oh, we need to sit down and figure out what's wrong with these Nazi people. I'm like, wait a second, you guys, do you do that with ISIS? Do you want to sit down and yeah, good luck fit, with that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like like what is this? This is like. They need to humanize it because they can't separate themselves from it. Not all white people. Some people just there needs to be this like there needs to be like a, a course in school for this shit. Oh, but there should be a course for like teaching like how to like treat women, how to like handle Absolutely. money. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's real life, but like it's like cuz they don't sit and talk about it. They don't sit and like ask uh, That's why I'm trying to work on a one man show about. It. I want to do it and start in Hamilton and like hey, just come with real questions and let's discuss it because that's the best way to do it there's no wrong there's no wrong questions no no stupid questions just stupid people though just stupid people but if you're asking an honest question yeah and with the right intention just to find out i don't know but i want to pick up on a thread you said which was like you're talking about trump and stuff and he's like he kind of feeds into that like i can't believe he said that which is a thread in comedy right which is like we we saw that with some i'm going back again with just like richard Pryor, for example right where like some of the stories and stuff he said right yeah i can't believe he said that but there's also like there's also the other thread of comedy, the other flip side of it, which is like that's so true. Yeah. Right. With, and that's why that's what I was getting at with a lot of social media because it's like that's so true, and yeah. it just kind of feeds back into that casino. Like, do you mean like observational comedy, where it's just like that thing is, or do you mean yeah. it's the same? That's so true. Like like if some Trump says something and people go, oh, that's so true. Both, yeah, because yeah, yeah, okay. it feeds into like uh, like you know when Seinfeld does his like, uh, what's the deal with those small little sinks in the ba- in yeah, the airplane? Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, they are so small. So small. <laughs> yeah, well, it's observational. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It is also like I said, it's within, it's without. Yeah, people go. That's the whole part of comedy is relating. It's just like, hey, look. Uh, yeah, yeah. there's a, a thing that we all yeah deal I have with. problems with my girlfriend too yeah <laughs> I think with, like going back to the comic book industry I think it's just been now we're seeing different voices and comics are becoming not that they're becoming more specific but they're doing other voices than because then before there was just the mainstream voice and now comics are doing that with other voices like hey this is like you know what I mean I don't know yeah don't but at sense. the same time though like. Uh, there was uh, when DC relaunched the New Fifty Two, for example, yeah. right? Yeah. They had a book called Earth Two. You got that right back to comic books. Yes. Yeah. We we know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work Scarborough in eventually. But, yeah, we'll do it. 
but when DC relaunched Earth, uh, sorry, uh, New Fifty Two, they had yeah. Earth Two, yeah. and they made the Green Lantern in, in Earth Two gay. Yeah. But he was gay for like two panels or three panels. His boyfriend or his husband died. Yeah. And then he was just like Green Lantern for like the rest of the issues. Yeah. And they're like, we have a gay hero now. Well, that's all. That's all like just uh, selling issues. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's almost like that's I think sometimes where it falls into that gimmick gap. Yeah. Right? We're yeah. like, here you go. You well, want diversity? You, we got gay. How do you feel about Captain America, Sam Wilson? Uh, so, I don't mind that, ish, like, the, the actual arc and yeah. even him being a Nazi and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, oh, I, that's Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers, yeah. yeah. But Sam Wilson, like, that whole arc, yeah. I don't mind it. It's not an issue. Because the other thing, too, is, like, even if I didn't like it, it yeah. doesn't matter because it's comics. It'll come. It'll go. Yeah. I just got to wait it out. a retcon. Yeah. But, like, I, like, a lot of people don't talk about that one. I actually like Sam Wilson. But uh, I, li- I liked what he was doing in there because it, it kind of mirrored life in a way. But but yeah, the the I remember when the Green Lantern came, he was gay, and then that was a big deal. And Green Lantern's gay, but I don't know, it's also like the fall of the media. Like, why are you freaking out over that? It's comic books. Like, yeah, Green Lantern's gay. Well, the other thing too is then you have a lot of journalists. This is also another thread of what we're talking about, which is that like a lot of journalism is bad now because a lot of terrible. A lot of journalists were like, this is the first ever gay character. I'm like, oh, stop it, stop yeah. it. Like, go yeah. spend 10 minutes on Wikipedia before yeah. you hit publish. Before you so, yeah. Right? Like, it, it, yeah. And it, talk to a nerd. Like, you and I are right here. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, get it, it, we'll get you a drink. Well, we'll and that's talk. the thing that people who are ri- writing the comic books, I mean, people who read comic books know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So who are they doing this for? Like, for my mom? Like, to, for my mom to know that there's a gay... Clickbait? Yeah, like, it's it is, it's like televised clickbait. And then Fox News does, like, what's going on with society yeah. and with this gay character? <laughs> it's seduction it's, of the innocent. Yeah, it's seduction <laughs> of the innocents. Right. It's exactly that. It's We need to put some <laughs> comics code yeah. on this thing. Yeah, it's going to ruin our youth. It's going to destroy... And it's like, well, no, it's only three issues. First of all, secondly, it really doesn't matter. We, we, we've... Comic books have dealt with all those issues. We have heroin addicts in comic books. Yeah, I know. There's so much in comic books. Hank Pym beat his wife. Right, exactly. Hank <laughs> like, Pym's a terrible <laughs> character. Yes. Yeah. Created Ultron, beat his wife. I'm yeah. like. And then merged himself with Ultron. Yeah. It's all like we've dealt with all of it. Like, this is the controversy with the Captain America Nazi stuff. How did, how did you. How did you think of that? Like, what did you... I'm digging the storyline. I like it. Yeah, I didn't mind the storyline either. I'm, I'm still rating it, but... Yeah, but people were really angry about it. Well, there's two... I found that there was two... Yeah, I got a lot of flack, too, for, like, liking, saying that out loud. It's yeah. like, you're a brown person. Aren't you offended by the Nazis? I'm like, it's a paper Nazi. It's not... <laughs> but it's also, like, the Nazis are still bad in it. Yeah. He's not... They're not good. It's an arc of... It's like when they made Hulk Hogan bad. Like, that's how I look at it. It's like... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I don't know. Nazis don't offend me. Like Nazis and KKK, they're ridiculous to me. And people, are with the no, no. I'm the judicial system that mm-hmm. scares me more, and 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 people in power and the government and trying to get a job. That's the stuff that worries me more. Well, this than- is one of the things that is missing from the discussion on racism. People think it's always like divert stuff. Like if somebody calls you the yeah. N word or something like that, that doesn't bother me. No, it's the fact that like when you don't get promoted for a job and they had the discussion in the boardroom without you there. And you don't know why. Yeah. Is it because I'm a bad, you can't improve on something. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it, it, if it was like, Oh, well, you know, you show up late mm-hmm. then. Yeah. But if it's like, but what, what do I, you can't, imp- and you people know, don't get promoted all the time. So right. it's not racism. It's that it crazy. It's the it's the sunken place bullshit. Yeah. That it, like the uh Jordan Peele did it perfectly in Get Out with Liberal, mm-hmm. where the liberal racing came out. That was that was perfect. That's it. It's like, do you, what's going on? Is it that's the worst stuff? Yeah. Not How, the, why didn't the university accept me? Was it my grades? The, was the, it my color? Was it easy like, to it's easy to look at Nazis and go, hey, that's racism. Mm-hmm. That's easy. That's like Nazis really don't affect your life. They really don't. Well, this goes back to what you're saying, which is the Trump base, which is they're not educated. And a lot of them are not in that position of power no. where like, they can make a decision to admit somebody or not yeah. in somebody at university or promote them. or yeah. Right? Well, so, th- What they don't realize, it's class warfare, not race warfare. That's it right there. Right. They, 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 it's all under the this, – this is what I've come to the conclusion for myself with this kind of stuff is, is that racism really isn't my problem because I live with it and I deal with it and I know that it's there. This is white people's problem. You got to deal with it because you're being used to guard something that 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they, they're deeply worried. White people, more than anybody else, are deeply worried about yeah. being racist. It's like, oh, I said that joke where I like, I went to Chris Rock last night. Is that okay? I'm like, <laughs> 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 it's okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, all of it, if they just learn and go, hey, look, this is not this. None of it. Being. You can like rap music. Right. <laughs> be, being, being, we're all kind of racist. We're all kind of bigoted. It mm-hmm. doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. Right. But it's up to you to realize these things and try to change them like like i had i was i was somewhere uh, late at night and this black guy came out of nowhere and i'm walking big black guy and i'm a black guy and i'm walking and I, my instincts like i gotta cross the road but that's just it's it's me not him yeah that's me going oh that's that's the training i've had in my head for, and I'm like eh. yeah yeah but we i do we do it all the time it's just realize what these thoughts are they're not bad. It's just realize what they are and go, oh, okay, this is what this is. Rationally, uh, Islamic Muslims or whatever aren't trying to attack me or black people or Mexicans aren't trying to take my job. Mm-hmm. But there's something deeper in this conversation. Yeah. And that's a, I, I saw this YouTube channel about diversity in comics and he's just laughing about all the bad diversity in comics and he's trying to make, like, you know, diversity is what's killing the comic industry, which I don't agree with. I just think it's bad writing and horrible prices. Yeah, that's fair. The other thing too is there, it's that nebulous kind of thing where like people like if there's more diversity in comics, it'll make our world better and we'll be like like a Coke commercial and yeah. like there'll be more acceptance. Yeah. And it's that vague kind of like the, they kind of sell these vague benefits yeah. and I'm like, yeah, but who's working behind the scenes too, right? Like, do you know what I mean? It's great to have characters, Green Lantern's gay, but are there gay people working behind the scenes? <laughs> yes, that's that's a- way more important. Than having gay characters. Well, then it goes back to what we were saying before, which is like, now you got the gay writer, a couple of gay writers, great. Yeah. But now you need great gay writers. That's right. Right? You need good writers. That's what it boils down to is like, just have good. uh, uh, It seems like there's like, everyone's trying to push for the next thing. It seems like Marvel's kind of desperate. I don't know if that seems that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just now they're kind of stuck in the middle where they're like it's kind of like they got a divorce, right? Yeah. And now they got to go back into the dating scene, and yeah. they're like, "I've been married for like ten years, twenty years," and I'm like, "I don't know what it's like out there. What's this Tinder thing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're throwing everyone a book, and everyone and it's like, "Well, let them throw them a Jarvis book first. Let them let them write on fucking uh, Alfred yeah. for a bit and make that good, and then bring them into uh, you know Batman." But like. Do you know what I mean? It's like there was a thing back in the day, like uh, right before Incredible Hulk, it was the book was going nowhere. So sort of yeah. like they gave it to Peter David, they're like, you know what? It's gonna get canceled in like five issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock yourself out, do whatever you want. Yeah. And he's like, I think he's like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. I'll make an analogy, and then he's off and running. Yeah, the depth. Uh, yeah, see, there's depth behind that. Mm-hmm. There's like, yeah, that's that. I, I just think let let writers like th- this is me just guessing. I don't know. It seems like they have Bendis. And then everyone else is like, they throw as Bendis and as many comics as they can. Especially if it's like a new uh, movie or like he's writing Defenders now. Yeah, connect it all. He was writing Guardians for a while. Right. He's con- it's a fun movie kind of book. And like Luke Cage is his guy. So it's going to be good. Luke mm-hmm. Cage and Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Those are his guys. Even Daredevil is his guy. Yeah. But they, um, but yeah, instead of bringing in new guys to study under him and learn or whatever, you know what I mean? Just learn from the older guys. We're pushing out old guys. This is my guess is we're pushing out old guys or old guys are leaving. You're not giving them enough to be like, hey, just stick around and help out these young guys to bring up the crop. I also think like it goes full circle to what we were saying at the top, which is that like you don't get enough time to kind of really develop the story or to do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Like you got like, we're going to give you Moon Knight. Good luck with that. Yeah. And then you got five issues to make it great. Did Moon Knight get canceled already? Um, well, no, Jeff Lemire just told the story and then he was done. Okay. And then, uh, All right, because I like Jeff Lemire's run on it. Yeah, it was great yeah. with the psycho and like yeah. in the instant in, well, in I'm, I'm like halfway through, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he, he comes out and it's like, like what's real, what's not real, and mm-hmm. how it goes through the layers of. Yeah, his history and stuff well, like that. I, I don't understand why they don't. That's what I thought Marvel was doing there when like. Um, but um, you can do sorry, I'm just gonna cutting you off, but you can do that with a Moon Knight character where you could just come in, tell a good like thirty issue storyline yeah. and then get out. Yeah, because he could be anything. Right. There's kind of a, he's kinda of, he, you know he's crazy and that's about it. And then you can do anything beyond that. But with Spider Man, it's like I think there's that intense Spider Man, Batman, there's that intense pressure for like sales. Yeah. Right? We lost ten thousand issues last month. We gotta get back up. Yeah, I guess there's a I guess there must be like a, like to be in their shoes, it's gotta be like what the fuck is going on? Like if because apparently the sales dropped to 
twenty thousand on on uh, was it Spider Man or yeah. But again, it's like we were saying, like, how do you read the market? Like, are you just tired of this writer? Are you tired of Spider-Man? Are you tired of comics? There's not enough tea leaves to know. What do you do with Spider-Man? Same thing, like, it's just like any musician, right? Yeah. You get the same guitar everybody else does. B.B. King does something with the guitar. Jimmy Hendrix yeah. does something with the guitar. Yeah, but he's been, so many things have been done with him. Yeah. Doc Ock was him, and then now, like, he was... He's, that was actually a surprisingly decent run. I loved it. Yeah, it is. And the... Now he's got, uh, was he's got like a multi-millionaire business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no more Parker Luck. Yeah. Oh, is it gone? Well, I, I mean, they're kind of making him a little bit more successful. He's meeting women now. Hey, it's going to be all gone. They're going to retcon that, you know, at some point. Because I kind of liked the loot. I was like, he was our John Hughes hero. Yeah. Do you think that's the problem is stakes don't mean anything? Yeah. Like wrestling's like that right now, where the stakes don't mean um, Andrew, who you know from Geek Card, yeah. we did an episode of uh, Back Issue Bloodbath, and we were talking about deaths and comics. And like when Barry Allen died at the end of Crisis, he yeah. was gone for twenty four years, twenty four Earth years. Yeah. Now uh, they were bringing back Thor died. They brought it back six months later. Yeah. So it's like like that's kind of what you're f- saying. Like yeah, you six months you barely had any time to like forget that he died. Yeah, like twenty four yeah. years. That's like that's yeah. It, when he comes back, it's a big thing. Yeah. You can build. You can build up other characters mm-hmm. that play the Flash. Like, which, yeah, like Wally, that's how Wally developed. He yeah. went from Kid Flash to Wally. And yeah. they, they took their time. They developed them. And they had some Jeff Johns was writing it. Yeah. Like Mark Wade was writing it. Like they took their time. And they put great writers and told great stories. Yeah. And then when he came back, now you have even more stories. Right? Yeah. I, I, I don't understand the comic book industry on that end to be like what's wrong with them or what's not. I just know the prices are ridiculous. Like I said, it's way too many issues. It's too much to, to, to go. You see a whole bunch of stuff and you're like, oh, I want to read that. I want to read that. I want to read that. But this is my budget. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't read any of it. Well, the other trap, too, that people fall into is they wait for the trades now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's like some of the way that like Moon Knight uh, you were talking about, like that's a great one to read in trades. Yeah. Because it's like a, it's the story continually builds. It's like 100 bullets. I used to collect 100 bullets. Yeah. Uh, uh, like uh, issue. By issue, and it's just like you, you get lost every month because you end up reading a whole bunch of other stuff right. too. So yeah, hundred bullets is like that too. Like there's certain things that are just great. Like uh, just a, like a moon, Knight, like you said, the Moon Knight run would be great. Like um, Iron Fist would, would that run that uh, Brew Baker, yes, and that, uh, Mad Fraction. That's run right. That with thirteen the, issues. Yeah, it's perfect mm-hmm. as a, a as a trade. Yeah. Did you watch Defenders? I started watching Defenders. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. The all the Netflix shows have been kind of a little bit uneven sometimes, and yeah. like, um, yeah. uh, I think they're stretching material. They're stretching material. I'm also. It was also. I found a kind of a curious decision to go with like, like Luke Cage was an example where they just had like one major villain for like the whole arc, and they kind of build it up. I thought they had two villains. Well, two villains, right? But it's like they're kind of building it up. Whereas what I was getting it was like something like Supernatural, which is like when those kind of shows where they yeah. had like a villain of the week, like X Files did that yeah. too, right? A villain, a monster of the week. I feel Jessica Jones did it the best with the villain, but I think the source material was there for that. And it was a good casting for yeah. the villain. Like, yes, it was great casting. I, I watched Defenders. I think Luke Cage is overpowered for the whole thing. Because you really can't. What are you going to do to Luke Cage? Mm-hmm. You just walk in there. I'm like, oh, just send Luke Cage in. Yeah. There's not much you can do to Luke Cage except knock him out with some gas. I like the uh, bullet-ridden uh, hoodie. I yeah. think that should be like a fashion statement. I think yeah, that would be kind of... Unless you get some sort of, uh, you know, bulletproof t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it too. It makes him real. But yeah, I think in terms of the the you you like villain of the week kind of deal. I find, I just I was kind of surprised they just went with that, but I just thought that because there's so many different stories to go yeah. through, and you can kind of build things too, right? So you can do subtle things. You can like have one kind of over arc, yeah, like a kingpin or something, and or the hand, and they're kind of just like launching all these different things, bullseye and yeah. Electra and things at them. Where I, maybe they're just trying to stretch it out. Yeah, maybe they're just trying to. Yeah, it could be. Again, this again goes back to budget. What does the market want? Yeah, and, like, and they're into that, you know, the hand is moving around the chess pieces. I thought Kingpin would be involved with this kind of thing in the Defenders. I don't you haven't I won't spoil anything. But yeah, 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 I could budget. I don't know. I don't know. I, I primarily I've enjoyed them except for Iron Fist. Iron Fist is very boring. I just a boring. Well, cuz we we're coming off that great run. Yeah, but they tried to pull it off. And it was just, it felt like a 
Canadian television series from the nineties. <laughs> it felt, do you know what I mean? It felt yeah. like Kung Fu, the legend continues. Yeah. And they did, you know, they had chains hanging down from a, in fog. And it's like, oh, come on, please, please don't do this. <laughs> it's hard to like, I guess on that budget to do like the mystical city. And, to... and why isn't a fist glowing all the time when he's fighting? Like, why isn't it budgets? Still, he's, he's the gotta, Iron Fist. He's got to put that little like glow stick in his fist. <laughs> whatever, do whatever. Get it from the dollar store. Dip his hand in paint. <laughs> yellow <laughs> paint. Just, just, he just lays yellow paint on their <laughs> yeah. face. Just everyone's got yeah. paint all over them. We'll digitize that out later. Yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't hate them. I, I I I enjoy them. I got all excited. I was in Montreal doing shows, and I was like, I came back to my hotel. I fucking went through all the yeah. episodes. It must be a good time for you to travel as a comic, right? Because there's a lot of Netflix and things to. I, I don't like, usually. I don't usually. I usually like in in a city. I'm not. I'm not trying to be like close the drapes. And although this weekend I did do close the drapes and don't talk to anyone, and then I had Uber Eats. But I. <laughs> but usually I. Uh, yeah. Usually I'm out. Usually I like to be out and be at places and stuff like that. Is that to build up the comedy kind of reservoir or just normal Gavinness? I. I don't know. I, it's kind of like I like I'm like free. I have no responsibilities. So it's just kind of I'm not not that I, I, I'm not a, like go, go get shit face and shit like that. But it's just like, oh, let's go have fun. I usually like go to a comic book store in every city. Uh, and usually like uh, for something like uh, when I'm in Montreal, I'm usually at the I go to the con. But even that the last time was a, I didn't I went like one day to the con. I'm getting bored of cons. Well, because it's a lot of the same thing. Like, you have yeah. the panel of which is the best James Bond. I don't go or, to panels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like, which is the best Doctor Who, mm-hmm. which is the best Star Trek captain, yep. all the same topics. And then it's just kind of depending on which guest there is. Yeah. But then I find that I found that in the last couple of years, a lot more people now, uh, it's shifted. When, when I was going to cons in the 80s, yeah. it was a lot of like, how do I get into Marvel? How do I get into DC? Yeah. And now it's like, I can't wait for the next issue. Tell me who dies in this issue. Who's like... Oh, really? And like, they're they're hunting for spoilers. I found that it shifted. Nobody wants to be a creator anymore. It's just like, tell me how... Like, when does Captain America... Oh, that sucks. When does Captain America stop being a Nazi? I found that's a general shift. So, so, so you sitting there, you don't really learn anything about the industry. Well, because they're not going to tell you, like, okay, so in this next issue, like, yeah, Captain yeah, yeah. America makes out with the Red Skull. The, the, who cares? <laughs> right? You're going to read it anyway. And they also, like, it's spoilers, right? So they're not going to just, like, oh, now I know, yeah. and so I'm not going to buy the damn issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, that sucks. I don't know. There's something about cons that just, like, if I'm shopping. I'm paying the... 40 bucks to shop. Yeah, it's like an expensive mall. Yeah, it's, expensive it's like a mall. mall with a bouncer at the front. Like, are you on the list? As I've gotten older, my definition of nerdy has changed for myself. I, I would say I'm still nerdy, but I don't, I wouldn't call myself. I don't know. I just a different person. I, it, it's, it's, it's more of a personal enjoy as opposed to hey, everybody. I'm a nerd. When I was yeah. like in my twenties, I'm a nerd, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, oh, no, I, I like comic books. I like reading comic books. I like, I love all that shit. I, lo- I love Star Wars. I love all that stuff. All the basic nerd stuff. But yeah, you kind of went from like the t-shirt to the belt buckle. Like it's kind of subtle. Yeah, yeah it's kind of. I mean, I still have the t-shirt, but it's not. It's more subtle. Yes, it's not. Uh, I I I just feel like it's. I don't know if we're on a downcline of nerds. Do, what do you think? I think it's like it's just what happened when when anything else like with punk or whatever it yeah. just went mainstream so yeah. it kind of lo- it got diluted yeah right it's like the old school like uh, you, the old school analogy when you make a when you have that thriller tape yeah and then you make a copy for your friend and yeah. your friend and your friend yeah. and then like 20 30 copies in yeah it's like everybody knows them yeah, yeah right and yeah. it's just all diluted and the tape doesn't sound as strong nope. and crisp anymore and you get sick of it yeah not that I'm sick of it but yeah you get you, you've heard it and it's like okay mm. Yeah, I, I I still love all what I love, but it's it's uh, the the idea of culture around consumerism is kind of kind of troubles me a bit. Like it's like oh, we're really just consumers. Yeah, well, I also have a hard time too. Like I don't like what some like we were talking about some of the diversity stuff and whatever. Yeah. I don't also like when people speak for me. Yeah, me too. Right? It's yeah. like we're I'm not a victim. Yeah. 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 Right. It's like. 
people were like, oh, I'm so glad you, you, people like you are reading comics. And I'm like, look, I've been reading comics for a while. Like, I've been around. Like, I'm yeah. not a statistic. I'm not here to make you feel better. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just treat me like, a, like, just like, let's argue. Do we like this new Green Lantern or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, just like, yeah, judge me on the content of my character. Yes, <laughs> I have a dream too. And yeah. like, that nerds would be accepting yeah. me for who I am. Well, there was, also there was a time when it was like, you know, like, they'd look at me, I'm not nerdy. Like, mainstream, like I do, there's comedy shows, and when I was, uh, when I do nerdy stuff in shows. I'm not the nerdy guy they go to. They go to a guy that doesn't know anything about nerdy stuff, but he looks nerdier than me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where that kind of comes from, that kind of mentality. But I think we're, pa- I, I don't know if we're past it. I think, I think like proving your nerd cred and all that shit. It's kind of like that's like five six years ago. Yeah, nerds get laid. Yeah, just it's like everyone's a nerd now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's nerdy on some level. Yeah, we're not excited to see each other any that you know what <laughs> I mean. It was like, oh my god. Yeah, it's like uh, there's yeah. no more secret handshake. No, we're we get it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's a uh, yeah. To shift gears though a little bit, you, some of your nerd stuff like it starts off in your um, new comedy album, yeah. the Big Easy, oh, right? Man, look at you. Yeah, you're good at this. Not bad, yeah, eh? Yeah, you're good at this. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Because, like, the opening segment right away is, like, you're talking about, like, old people in Wolverine shirts and Batman shirts. Yeah, there was a guy in, a, in the audience with a, one of those. Well, yeah, there was a guy wearing a Darth Vader shirt. And I remember my last few years in Ham- in Toronto that seeing a guy sitting at, I think it was, like, a Jack Astor's on the patio by himself in one of those. Not, like, a Wolverine shirt, but, like, a like Wolverine costume shirt. <laughs> yeah. And he was, like, older and pudgy. And I just... I remember staring at him going, you go, girl. Yeah. You go. You be you. It's like that kind of slightly fat guy that tries yeah. to put in that Superman shirt. And not like, happy. Just sitting there like every day. Yeah. And sometimes the shirt doesn't quite get over the no. belly. And so you got that little like, <laughs> that little, like, like skin line. Sing, yeah. Sing. Your gut hanging out. I, uh, <laughs> I, I just like what possessed you to buy that shirt? And so there was a guy in the audience that was wearing a Darth Vader version of that where it's like, are you, are you Darth Vader? Like you're wearing a Darth Vader shirt. You're basically wearing a costume like a child <laughs> out in public on yeah. a Saturday night. But, yeah. But they're great. I love them. I love them. Yeah. And so when you listen to the, the new album, yeah. like, you like you are talking about uh, before how your comedy has kind of shifted. And there is a lot more. Like, you do touch on some nerd stuff, but you also kind of go through a whole range of topics now. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. It, if I do nerd stuff, it's more of like my opinion or my philosophy on nerd stuff as yeah. opposed to like there was a time when it was just like oh i gotta do nerd stuff and i gotta get that reference out there and now it's like it's more like like i was working on a bit i don't know if it's in this album but i don't know if i did in there but it was I'm, i was i'm working i do a bit every once in a while about being that generation of my generation 42 my generation slightly ahead of me we're going to be the first geriatric nerds like we're going to be the the geriatric children mm-hmm. like they're going to have to build like nerdy things like like Batman walkers and stuff like that for <laughs> us because that's what we're going to be doing. And so I like that. It's just analyzing that as opposed to like going, hey, Captain America. Uh, and people yeah. go, oh, he said Captain America. <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's where I'm at. So yeah, that's, I have a, a lot. Of, it, the topics kind of stream together as an idea, but yeah. Is there some of this influence also by your work in Girls' Night Out? Because that's more of a political bent sometimes. It's, it, yeah, it's changed to more of a political bent. Yeah, I guess so. It's also I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm a bit of a curmudgeon. I'm kind of like I've gotten old and I'm, and I'm like, I'm. Isn't that the new nerd paradigm now? <laughs> curmudgeon? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say. I, I'm comfortable with my opinions and my who I am. I'm very comfortable. I've never been this comfortable in my life. So I'm like, um, I know where what I'm saying, and I can back up what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like it's my truth, not that it is a tr- is the truth, but it's my truth. And I think, yeah, yeah, it's kind of the, I like to me the nerdiness in the in my comedy. I hate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if this sounds so pretentious, but the nerdiness in my comedy is how I approach the subjects. Like I have a joke on my album about uh, how. Uh, the robots are going to take over the world. Uh, AI, once AI is created, Stephen Hawking's. And it's about come, it's a come bit, but that's my approach to that. It's a nerdy approach to a, a come bit. But that's, you know, <laughs> that's, 
that's where. But the, it, there's a philosophy in it. Like we, I touched upon like uh, the Chris Rock and some of the Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. stuff, right? There's a philosophy and a kind of a social perspective that under kind of underpins the comedy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, yeah right. I, like they've thought it through in a sense, and then but they just presented it in this kind of social deconstruct. It's social deconstruction. I'm right? doing a lot of my anger now. Like a lot of that's my anger, and it's just like it's become more therapy, where it's like, huh. Like it's just, but I, I yeah, isn't that what stand-up comedy is though? You, you not all the time, but you you're figuring out who you are. Yeah, because, because you have to present a unique voice. Like true, the Louis C.K. stuff is completely different than Seinfeld. Yes, right. Even though they both have kind of similar backgrounds and things yeah. like that, grew up in New York and all that. But kinda. it's different style, different perspective. Different, yeah, yeah, and it's a unique voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think what happens is you go through a phase of. I don't think every comic does it. And I'm not trying to say it's the best comics to do it, but you go through a phase of I'm going to write jokes that I that I want to write, like the stuff that it's true to me, as opposed to I'm going to write stuff that I know will work. And you write stuff, you watch comics that write stuff that you you know they know will work in this audience. Then you see a certain they generally don't have stuff that might isolate an audience or be unique to an audience so i kind of got to a point where i'm like i'm at an age where i'm like i just don't care anymore like i don't i'm not writing for anyone anymore i'm just writing me and what i want to do as opposed to a lot of my stuff used to be how do like i was talking about the nerd stuff how do i get this uh reference to you know whatever yeah uh, uh, you know whatever kangaroo jack <laughs> I don't get my kangaroo jack <laughs> reference in. And then I'm not like that anymore. I just, I, I'm not like that anymore. And has it changed how you kind of like, like the success of this comedy album, for example, right? Has it changed how you view success? Obviously, if people are laughing, uh, but that's a good question. How, how they connect with it or like, because we're talking about like, he's, I can't believe he said that. Yeah. Or like, that's so true. Kangaroo jack is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's a, yeah, I, like that's that's a great question. I don't I don't look at success the same way as I used to. Whereas, like, in the, even five years ago, it's just I went through a I don't care phase. I'm kind of coming out of I don't care. It's not that I don't you care. You put away the track pants. I put away the track pants. Although I did buy a new pair, but I did put it away. I'm <laughs> I'm. Uh, it's more of a success. Is like how could doing what I want to do and people respecting it. That's success to me. Uh, getting getting stuff would be nice, but that's just a byproduct of that. That's not the goal. And also, it's like I don't want to please gatekeepers anymore. I don't. I don't want gatekeepers to be like because gatekeepers are the worst for taste and, and art. Because I find gatekeepers, they're looking for their bottom line, especially in comedy, where it's like. Uh, what if it doesn't like I got, I get that a lot. What if it doesn't? What even though we've seen it work, what if it doesn't? And I'm like, I don't care. Don't hire me. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. I'm not doing this for gatekeepers. I'll figure out my way, but I'm not doing it for gatekeepers anymore. I'm very. I'm very. I, I'm kind of a curmudgeon in all aspects of my life now. But this is also not just being curmudgeon, but it's like you were saying, like it kind of fits into like, you know, you're comfortable with who you are. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, there's still like, I think there's that period when you're maybe in your 20s, whatever, like everyone's like, yeah. And everyone's like around you saying that movie sucks, that movie sucks, that movie sucks. And you're like, I liked it. Yeah. I (laughs) I get this a lot when I talk to 20s. I remember a dude, two dudes were talking, two dude comics. One was like close to 30s or early 30s. The other one's like 20 something. And they were talking about, uh, Lil Wayne. I'm like, uh, they're talking about Lil Wayne's album. I'm like, Lil Wayne's terrible. And the guy's like, oh, you're so mean. I get mean or a hater or you're just angry. And it's like, no, you know, people can disagree with you. Yeah. You can say negative things without being a negative person. And your opinion of Lil Wayne doesn't take away any mm. of his enjoyment of it or nope. like, he no, can love it and no, have that's experiences. That's my opinion. Yeah. And then, and, and usually what I find when you get into a debate with a lot of these people, they can't. They're just scared because their opinion is weak. Mm-hmm. They don't know why they like this person. Not not that I'm saying this guy is, but I find like I get in debates with these people, and then they're like, uh, I don't. Yeah, I like the go back to the gay Green Lantern or whatever. Yeah. I didn't like the Earth Two book. Yeah, 
And then so somebody responds to me. It's like, well, you don't like gay people. I'm like, that's not what I said at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a comic book, yeah. and I there's lots that I like. There's some that are okay, and there's some that I don't like. See, that's a dangerous. That's a that's a dangerous. It's like uh, I had this discussion with this guy, uh, a comic. He's like, oh, SJWs. As soon as people start saying SJWs, I'm like, my back's like, because you don't have your own opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And you start using words like libtards and SJWs. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. In, in, on both sides, when they both use that kind of stuff, and he started talking about how. They're gonna bring about a new uh, a new Holocaust because he's seeing how there's a lot of anti-Semitism. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I've been on some of these SJW uh, Facebook groups and they they have like an anti-Palestinian flag, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but see, that's dangerous mm-hmm. to go to equate anti-Semitism to a nation. Yeah, that's very dangerous. This is you got to separate the two. You can't say, oh, I don't like the policies of this nation, so that makes you hate Jews. That's not well, and especially like like in my example, like. There was. It's not like I've been saying for years or the last couple of times on Facebook, whatever. Like I don't like gay people. I don't like. Like if there's at least a subtext yeah, exactly. or something. Like exactly. I've talked about comics and like I've left Facebook comments and right. Twitter and things, whatever about. Com- and I'm debating comics and right. whatever. And I just didn't like Earth Two. That was it. <laughs> it, it, it and, and and like you you know enough about comics to back up. Yeah. Your theory on it. It's not like a just out of the blue get knee jerk react. The problem is knee jerk reaction. We there's a thread that you were part of that you asked about is this a race history remember the confederate yeah i was saying like uh some of it like because some they were taking down all the uh, confederate monuments and i said it's a little bit like retconning kind of history yes because it's just like they're like look we can't fix racism we can't fix like well slavery but we can just take down these monuments and we're good to go well i i i I see that point of view but it's like those monuments were put up during jim crow and uh, and civil the civil rights movement to remind black people, hey, they weren't put up after the war. They were put up, well, they were put up way after the war yeah. to remind black people, hey, it's kind of it's kind of um, uh, mental terrorism in a way. Just like, <laughs> hey, remember where you came from. Yeah. Remember who you are. And so that history is always going to be there. You put them in a museum. It's, it's so that there's that argument's done, right? It's a, it's going to be a museum. I got into this debate with this guy, and he wouldn't let it go. You know, we were libtards and sensitive. It's like, no, the point is the history doesn't is not erased. Mm-hmm. But you, if you can't, if you continue the argument without, okay, well, I disagree or agree. But if you continue your argument after that, you're just knee jerk. You're just you're not. Yeah, you're not like taking the information, and you're upset about something else. Well, and it's personal to you. Yeah, and it's that whole idea like um, we need to get rid of these Nazis in our society. I'm like, yeah. where exactly? You can't just shoot them to the moon. Y- like, yeah. where are they going? Like, they need to work and like go to the metro. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like, it sucks, but that's the way the well, society you can, is. You should ostracize Nazis. I, I I think you should. I think you should like, hey, sorry, you just you know you're out of society now. You should, like clan members. Okay, sorry, but that's you you know. You can't handle living in a peaceful society. You don't have to like me, but you got to be civil with me. You got to deal with me on a civil level and treat me because that's the law. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. But yeah, you're right. It's like, I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's like, where are you going to put them, though? That's the. You don't have to put them anywhere. The, yeah. the, the, that's, yeah. But a lot of people do want them actually. Like, it's like the ejector seat in the old airplanes. It's like, oh, you blew it in society. You hit the ejector seat and you're out. I don't. I, yeah, I've never. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, but is it our responsibility to go? Hey, you're out. Uh, a lot or of people that- on social media are saying they're out. I have no like. I just like. This is the way society is. Yeah. Like, well, you grew up with all this stuff. Like, yeah. you grew up with. You you're used to it. Like, you're used to this. You've heard people call you stuff. You're just. To this, to a lot of white people, this is all brand new. Mm-hmm. It's all brand new. It's coming out. Like, what is going on? Yeah. I was recently flying to L.A., and uh, it's always, like, you always get your backup yeah. when you go to the TSA agents yeah. and stuff. And, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, so she was doing the – and this is the first time I've flown since Trump got elected. So I'm like, uh, here yeah. – because it, it got a little bit better under Obama, but it was horrible under W. Bush. Yeah. Right? So it's like, all right, let's 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 see what this is going to be like. And so she pulled up. I have a digital camera, and I had a laptop. Yeah. And she looked, and she's like – Sir, is this all the electronics you have? Yeah. I was like, yep. And she's like, are you sure? Because she said, I know you millennials. You have a lot of electronics. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Like, look at the date on the passport. I didn't say this to her, but look at the date on the passport. Like, either be racist or, like, generational. Yeah. Like, pick one. Like, yeah, don't was, be. <laughs> that guy in the argument kept calling me a millennial. I'm like, I'm 42, dude. I know. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I'm 42. I don't like, know how. I'm pick old. one. Yeah. Like either be ignorant about my race or the generation. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, don't stereotype me on my yeah. Like just like oh, you don't know who I am. Yeah. You're, oh, you're a millennial. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least that's the worst that went that happened to you. I mean. Yeah. No, this one yeah. was like. Uh, but she also looked at my watch. And she's like, sir, can I see that? So I took it off my wrist and I gave it to her. And then she was looking at it for a few minutes. And then she goes to me, sir, what does this do? I'm like, oh, damn. Is that a trick question? <laughs> it's a calculator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it tells time. And I wasn't sure because it's yeah. like such an obvious question. So I'm like, oh, she got me. Yeah. I'm on the file now. I'm on the no fly <laughs> list. I don't know how to answer this question. Yeah. And she's like, very well. I'm like, okay. Well, that's your Nazi, right? Like, that's your, that's your fear right there. That's how you were sweating. Right? Yeah, because that's it's, that's, that's you, real life. Yeah, she can do something like put me on that list. Yeah. A Nazi, you see a mile away, you walk away. <laughs> yeah, that's like it. Nazis are dangerous at night mm-hmm. in an alley. Yeah, but in your every day, it's not really a threat. It's, yeah, yeah. The, the, <sighs> it's even what you were saying before, where like you cross the street when you saw a big black dude. Yeah, right. And generally, like I know a bunch of black. See, now we brought up Scarborough, now, right? No, it does just it doesn't happen all the time. But no, it I know that. That initial thing came to me every now and, and then. Like, yeah, you'll be like walking down the street. Or it's like yeah, you said at night. Is this person coming? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I, and I do that to white dudes too. I should yeah. say, but yeah, right. And you just kind of fall into that. Yeah, sorry. We should plug the album. It is the Big Easy. Yeah, it's the Big Easy. It's on iTunes, Spotify, CD Baby, CD Baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can get a CD Baby. Uh, Google Play. A whole bunch of Amazon Music. I think. And you'll be doing some. Shows and tours and stuff. Well, I, I, next promote- Tuesday on at the Eaton House in Toronto, I'll be doing like a CD release. I'm just talking to the promoter there, mm-hmm. so we're doing a. It's all haphazard. It's all slapped together, but it's at nine at um, at uh, the Eaton House. I'll put it on my Facebook, Gavin Stevens. Ca Stevens with the ph yeah. And there's a one section there. One of the bits is called Hamilton, and that's referring to the actual city, not the musical. No, yeah, the city. Some someone's. I, I did that tweet. I did a. I put a tweet out by Hamilton once. So he's not talking about the play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the city. I live in Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, for the rest of the year, can we expect another special or a TV special, video special, I, audio special? Right now, I'm just I'm working on a one man show. That's what I'm just working on this one man show. I'm slowly putting material together as I go. It's going to be about race, I think. Okay. Yeah. It'll be something kind of similar to like the John Leguizamo kind of. I'm thinking more about uh, W. Kame Bell. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Yeah. I want to do like a like. Uh, almost a town hall mm-hmm. about race. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of those in San Francisco yeah. and stuff like that. Um, Whoopi Goldberg too, kind of had. She has had some characters too at the beginning because she couldn't get work. Yeah, yeah, and so right? she did that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's how she, that was her big thing. That's yeah, she, she played like in. a valley girl in one yeah. of them. There was like a I can't remember. It was like either retarded or like somehow disabled girl, yeah, yeah. and she had like a figure skating dream. And yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was like a whole bunch of like really. I off- never really was into Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, it's because it's the no eyebrows thing. You can't throw a surprise party. <laughs> She's never shocked. Yes. Ne- is she happy that yeah. we threw the surprise party? <laughs> I don't know. She's just staring like, at us. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the killer at the end? Did you know he's going to be the killer? Like, uh, <laughs> she's got that look, man. That, yeah. Uh. Yeah, she, and she was on Star Trek Next Generation. I'm watching Deep Space, Deep Space Nine again. I can't get through it. Really? I tried because it was on Netflix and I'm like... I just find it much more slower in the political bent and just like... I love it. Yeah. It gets worry. There's a lot of battles. Yeah, there's yeah. some good ruckus and stuff like that. And Cisco's awesome. Cisco's amazing. But like, it's also like, if you like Battlestar Galactica, it has... Yeah, it's the same political... Yeah, same like, kind of deals. The chess pieces yeah, yeah. and the, that kind of plotting and stuff yeah. like that. I like Voyager just because it, it took away the prime directive and the, the things that the nerds hated about it is yeah. like... It stripped it all away. I'm like, that's what was so good to me. It, it just, yeah, I, I like, I, lo- I watched all of Voyager, but there was something about it I just didn't. No, not that I didn't like it. I liked it. It's not my fa- fa- favorite. Deep Space Nine is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I liked Voyager. I did like Voyager. And of course, next gen is next gen. Next gen is next gen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not my favorite. Yeah. That's, like I said, Deep but Space But you wouldn't Nine. have anything else without that. Like, you no, needed the. No. That that was like a, a time of Star Trek. It was just like, oh, could you imagine a time when Star Trek wasn't on TV? No, it's yeah, you have it year after year after year, mm-hmm. and then there's a chunk of the, like we're just getting a new Star Trek now. Which is but they're going back to the beginning, which I hate. Oh, they're going pre. 
Yeah. They're doing the end. And I'm like, Enterprise, this is going, goes back. We're going full circle to the market. I'm like, who asked for this? What is it? Uh, it's called Discovery. Yes. And so they're, um, I'm not fully sure. They haven't released all the details, but yeah, it's somewhere between Kirk and Enterprise and somewhere People around. People love them. to reboot, man. It, but it's also like, you don't have to digest 50 years of continuity. <laughs> Just five yeah. minutes on Wikipedia and then you can catch them up. Yeah, yeah, but they, they, they're always playing for the dumbest people. Mm. Not that the people are dumb. They're just, Star Trek, okay. I guess they're thinking about a generation coming in. I, maybe it goes back to what's going on in comics. Is like, oh, we better reboot uh, you know, Green Lantern again. Yeah. Who knows Green Lantern? Space Cops. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's the same thing. Like, if you're going to buy pay for a Batman movie, you can't, like, that's ridiculous. A billionaire wouldn't dress up in a rubber bat suit to fight crime. Okay, but come on. But that's the thing with, like, that's what I liked about Spider-Man. It was just, like, let's jump into it. We yeah. don't need to be biting. Yeah. Like, they let's sh- go down this alleyway, yeah. um, Thomas and Martha Wayne. Well, that's the thing. Like, really, honestly, you can just jump into someone being Batman, or you can just... Because uh, it's, it's the same thing with James Bond. It's yeah. suspension. This belief is like it's already there or not there. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't have to sell it. Like I found like the first Jurassic Park. They're like we have all the science or whatever. Yeah. And you're only you only bought the ticket because like let's get to the dinosaur eating. Yeah. Let's see dinosaurs. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that's a lot of uh, like things like Transformers. Just get to the cars. Yeah. Transforming and fighting. I don't care about the humans. Just yeah. Get to the cars. I don't care about your relationship. You're bogging it down. Feelings. Yeah, it's just fight, <laughs> just punch each other. That's, I know. Like, if I want yeah. feelings, I'll go watch an indie movie. Exactly. Like. And you're not doing it good. No. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on I think you can just jump into... Mm-hmm. There's certain movies I just want to see you jump... That's why Thor Ragnarok looks really good. Yeah. That's why it looks I like... I think it's, like, back on track and just... Yeah. I don't think it was on track. I don't so, think Thor was ever on track. Thor's were kind of uneven, but they were also kind of, they had the whole uh, Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones kind of against them where, like, people wanted yeah. more that kind yeah. of the mythology and, like. Well, the first one, what did you think of the first one? First one did okay for what it was, just yeah. for, like, introducing the basic elements. I thought the casting was good for Loki and, like, uh, And the Thor. second one, it seems like they just wanted to make an action movie. Yeah, I don't know what they wanted to do with the second yeah. one. I don't think they even knew what they wanted. Yeah. Like, like, I think it just, it just crashed and burned. Yeah. And it just, like. We got all. It's like when you when you were a little kid, and you went to a convenience store, and it's like I got this much money. <laughs> it, they went to like Thor two, and like I got this much plot line. <laughs> and they just, just dropped it all on the counter. Stick something yeah. together, and then Get just like, can you edit tape. this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> old school editing, right? With the exacto <laughs> knife. I'll make you a movie. <laughs> and <you're just> like, <laughs> that's like, it, and then just like I think that's some like footage left from the first one. Like we'll just throw that in, and then they were done. I think they should get into more Jack Kirby shit. Yeah, and like. Like get into like real Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. Like, I think DC should do New Gods. Personally, I know they're stepping into New Gods. With DC is just floundering. It just I doesn't mean, know what. It I wants. just heard that. Um, uh, what's his name's coming back? It might be coming back. Uh, who? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. S- no, Green Lantern. Zack Snyder. Oh, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, I heard he might be. I'm like, no. Well, because we didn't got in trouble now. Oh yeah, with his divorce mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But it's a weird thing because it's just like he's cheating on people. I'm like, well, it's Hollywood, though. It's yeah, not who like... Who cares? Let him finish the movie. What is it? <laughs> like, why does that affect me? Yeah. Well, it's just like... I'm like, you You guys in Hollywood are really going to put the foot down on, like, morality? Like, <laughs> who cares? Let him finish... Like, just let him... Okay, I'm not asking him to be in a relationship with me. I'm asking yeah. him to direct a movie. Oh, he's not as feminist as he thought. Well, why would you put him up on a feminist pedestal? Yeah. It's Hollywood. Nobody gets there mm-hmm. being perfect. And I'm not saying that... He, no one should be put up on a pedestal. Like, well, get over their pedestal bullshit. He, nobody was also, like, he's not paid for, like, he's not like Martin Luther King or, like, uh, That's what I mean. Mandela. Like, he's and not paid Martin for Luther, morality. And Martin Luther King wasn't perfect. You're right. Yeah, he cheated on his wife, too. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, with a white woman. The, the, that's, that's what I'm saying is, like, it's, like, like, we need to separate the people from the art and mm-hmm. stop putting people up on. Nobody is. No one's perfect. Nobody is. And just... I put people on pedestals when I was like uh, 14, 15. When I was like early, I would I would give myself early 20s and like someone like, oh, they, and and, I, and it got crushed really hard when I found out that they're real people. Yeah. And people got to get over that, that people are real people. Like you can enjoy his art and not like the person. Yeah. It's a, it's like, I find this thing with uh, Kanye West, for example. He's a good example where like, uh, like if you say somebody, Kanye put out a new album. And yeah. like, He's an asshole. I'm like, I know. I didn't. See, I'm not. I don't care about his personality. Did you like the album? Did it move hip hop? Yeah, yeah. Did it like who's well, on like, the banning of him? That horse shit. Like, yeah. Come on, shut up. 
Like, because he's cocky? Because he's arrogant? I'm like, I don't care. Is the album good? These are the same people that love Muhammad Ali now. Yeah. They would have hated him at the time. Those are the same people. It's the Colin Kaepernick stuff. People that would uh, hate Colin Kaepernick now, but like go back to, Muhammad Ali is the greatest of all time. You would have hated him at the time. Mm-hmm. You would have hated him at the time. You just have, uh, you have, you, you have perspective now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like that you just told me that with, uh, with Joss Whedon. Yeah, and that sorry. He's like they're be they're pushing him out because of that, and I might not get a good movie because of. There's like yeah, he's but it's cheating. A- like I don't understand what 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 puritanical society are we living in where we take away a man's job for cheating? Like come on, let him finish the. Amelia Earhart had an open marriage. You know that? I yeah I, I just want a good Justice League movie. <laughs> That's all he wanted. I saw the trailer for the one that they were showing me with. With uh, Aquaman f- jumping on oh, the through the thing. building, and I'm just like, oh, please do something better than this. Cyborg looks terrible too. Yeah, it's, it looks they, like- they 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 had to rewrite all his stuff. They like apparently they changed all his stuff in that. But movie. the costume looks so cosplayish. Yeah, like, and, it's tinfoily and yeah, like just are- re- recycled the RoboCop outfit. It's not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Wells not using it. <laughs> just take the helmet off. Yeah, that's they, it. yeah, they, um, they, they don't know how to do cyborg properly. I don't know why they use that character either. Yeah, they can't use any other black character. We need a black guy. We're you need so, a black guy. Yeah. yeah. So do another. Do you have another character? You can't do like uh, I don't know. Black Lightning with that nice afro. Yeah, he's he's got a TV show, doesn't he? Oh, that's right. He does have a TV show. They, they don't care about that either. No. Though. They give him a leather jacket, no afro. Yeah, no afro. Yeah, and but you got the leather though. Yeah, <laughs> you look. <laughs> yeah, they could have done. I don't know. They could have done anyone, any black character. Mr. Terrific. Uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, Green Lantern. John yeah, Stewart. John Stewart. John yeah. Stewart would have been great. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Hard-ass cop. Yeah. But they do, um, they did this, Cyborg. Yeah, the costume doesn't look great. Uh, I'm, I'm walking away. It's like when you walk into that room and then you see a, like a kid just smelling his hand. You're like, oh, whatever just <laughs> happened here. It is. It is a child smelling its hand. Yeah. It's That's what that trailer is. It's <laughs> a child smelling its hand. And you just walk in that room and you're uh, like, oh, damn. And just moonwalk out of there. Like, yeah, I just, just, I don't, just, let me just get to the entrance and get out. Yeah. I don't need to go in further. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I, I watched the trailers and there was like moments of excitement and then moments of, and then but mainly like, uh, like that, that look that he has, that Zack Snyder has, where the you know where it's that grim apocalypse look. Yeah, that. Uh, come on, just let Joss Whedon make the movie. I don't know. Why I'm pleading to you. Uh, like, yeah, you you get on the phone and talk to the man. Okay, we'll wrap this up now, and then like, <laughs> yeah, I'm on hold right now. Yeah, I'm on hold with Warner Brothers. He cheated. That's why they're gonna pull him out of that. There's some talk. I don't know how much. Like, I mean, because it's also now. I think they're having trouble figuring out how much he gets credit for and doesn't get credit for. And Just like, give him the whole credit of the movie. Like, screw Zack Snyder. It's, who who thought Zack Snyder was a good person to helm this whole thing? You're yelling at me, but I don't know any. I wasn't involved in any of these decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder, stop was, yelling at me. Zack Snyder was like good in what one movie? Three hundred? Uh, no, uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake. That's the only one I can think yeah. of. Three hundred was okay for the okay time. Okay for the time. Yeah, but now you look at it, and it's like that same. It's got well, that because Butler scene. never really went anywhere after that. Oh, yeah, that's right, Gerard Butler. Yeah. yeah, but it's got that same uh, apocalyptic, uh, gritty. That's where he kind of got his aesthetic. I hate it. All right, and then he's like, "I found my voice." Yeah, I hate right, it. which is now we've gone full circle back to what we were talking about with comedy, where like he found his voice and his aesthetic, and he's like, "This is what I do now." That DC is a perfect example of uh, of what you were talking about with stand up comedy, where like there's certain comics who have an idea, or certain comics who have a voice and say their stuff, and certain comics who who are like how what will work dc is a what will work company oh they like this we should do this oh they like that we should do that oh oh dead uh, deadpool's excuse me r-rated well then uh, batman v superman should be r-rated it doesn't need to be yeah they don't have their they don't have balls in that company Let's end it there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Never working for DC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're doing a streaming service too. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, I, I like the fact that we're ending on like ball, not having balls. No, not having balls. So, what else can you do with a? It's like that's good stand-up comedy right there. So, the album, like we said, is called The Big Easy. It's yeah. out now on all the digital platforms. Yeah, man. And uh, thank you, Gavin, for Thanks. coming I, in. I hope I like, wasn't too serious on this one. We did get a little serious, but I think we I, solved a lot of problems too, though. I, I think we solved everything. Yeah, problem. we're yeah. like uh, Scarborough UN. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, the low rent UN. We, we're Scarborough UN. Yeah. Yeah.
We'll he make t-shirts it. and everything. Thank you, Gavin. Thanks, man.